Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two of Old School on a Monday. It's bye week. Nobody to beat but ourselves. All we can do. Thank the folks from the Mercado. Uh, Certified Piedmontese beef. There we go. We'll get it out. I only say it every day. I should probably be able to do that. A couple of things that they do, right? They, they were letting folks know. Porterhouse actually got a lecture on the proper preparation of a porterhouse steak. And I was told that it was different than a boneless steak. Like the New York Strip, how you prepare them is supposed to be different. I was like, okay. And he said, and there's another way to prepare the filet. So I said, well, I'm going to have to come back and get class. <laughs> so I'm going to go to, I'm going to go back to steak school. You up for that, Nathan? Let's do it. Yeah, go back to let's I'm go back to go back to steak school. All for it. Like full grilling, all the prep, proper sides, proper wine to go with whatever cut you were going to go with, right? Shout out to Kevin Meyer. Right? Kevin like, Meyer will tell us well, what's going well, on. Well, that's the help, right? Is to be able to figure out what, you know, for all the good meat, you have to prepare it right. No point of getting top-level stuff and then treating it like a hamburger. So, got to learn. Got to learn. 402-464-5685. Start a hemi text line. Hana Lincoln Hotline, if you want to be a part of the conversation and join us in this space. Uh, the Sarda Hammond Video Street live. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live so you can see what's going on in studio. See what's going on. Actually, put face to it as well. We want to thank you folks on YouTube who are doing your thing. Of course, Crypto King, you're always there showing up and doing your thing. Brandon, uh, shout out to you. Uh, Let's Inspections, uh, well done. An- happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Let us know what we can do for you. Right? Right? Simple. Simple. Uh, Question answer, uh, the precursor to the conversation to the phone call last night was simply that in order with the change of of Shenander from from defensive coordinator and Bill Bush taking over, that to me, uh, through conversations with several former Huskers, the the, the feeling was that they could help. They want to help, at least being around the program. They don't have to be a coach coach, but they could be around the program, right? They could be a counselor. They could be an advisor. You know, NCAA and the Big Ten allow that Nebraska could add coaches. Uh, They could add more people to staff if that's what they're going to do. And we kind of said, okay, well, how would you go about doing this? We went through uh, defensive – we went through each group, each group on the team, and said what Husker great who's not coaching somewhere else right now, right? who would be interested in coaching here, right? So we tried to figure it out. Now, there are guys like Mike Mentor who people thought would be great selections, but Mentor's a head coach at Coastal Carolina, so that's a thing. Um, 
there are other players who are coaches somewhere else and who, who a lot of them are athletic department advisors somewhere else but it doesn't mean that you can't consider them here guys who could just help the program help the players help with recruiting help with boosters and alumni events that sort of thing and at quarterback again you know kind of went with 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 uh, of course, everybody's going, Zach Taylor. I'm like, he's busy. He's busy. <laughs> Turns out he's a he's, pretty good coach in the NFL. He's busy. Yeah. Um, but they, Joe Gans and Turner Gill were two names that were mentioned in that space. Uh, Steve Taylor was also mentioned at tight end. Of course, you know, VJ. Everybody said Verjohn. I uh, said, well, because, mainly because we don't have a fullback group. Right. <laughs> so we can't use him there. But we had uh, J- Dr. Jamie Williams, Spider-Man. Uh, who would probably be in that space. And, again, if you're on the text line or you're in the chats and you want to just add your two cents, please feel free. Like, if there were quarter, if there was a quarterback analyst position open or two, what former Huskers, again, who aren't coaching somewhere else, uh, who would be interested and could help the program in this space? So, then at running back, the two that came up were Amon Green and Roy Hallou. That's a deep room. There are a lot of folks from that room who could who who could add to. Um, at the wide receiver position, um, people said, "Okay, Ron Brown, <laughs> like he's already there." Uh, Irving Fryer, Kenny Bell, Kenny Bell, were a couple of folks uh, that were considered. Uh, we did laugh at ourselves because if we had asked this question before. <laughs> That Scott Frost would have been the name that everybody, right? <laughs> like, was the, the name that everybody would have said. Uh, you know, maybe Matt Davidson. <laughs> uh, people mentioned uh, Westerkamp would be a good addition to that in that analytics consultant kind of role. Yeah. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, of course, uh, we got to the offensive line, and of course, that's a long list because there are people. You know, there's a guy in the athletic department. You know, Brendan Stye. That's a guy that you know. Hey, man. Take the name tag off, go down the sideline, help them bigs get it together. Right, um, Zach Zach Weger, you know, because we just had on the we show. we just had on the yeah. show, but he would be like ideal. Uh, Dave Reminger would be, I mean, a guy who was the athletic director. Like, talk about knowing the space and knowing the building. Mm-hmm. Um, different guys, right? Riola, uh, okay, that would have been a guy that you know. Hey, let let let's consider that. Uh, defensive line, of course, the first name that pops out is Ndamukong Sue, and for the life of me, right. I don't know how that isn't a thing. And he did joke on Twitter that he's willing to be the next he head coach. On tw- he said on Twitter, he was like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Um, and so in having the conversation with the folks, I mean, Rich Glover, of course, he was in town. Uh, this weekend, a lot of folks came in for the Oklahoma reunion flashback. Of course, the 70-71 national championship teams were a part of the festivities Saturday. So those names keep popping up. Uh, Jerry Taggy would be a very good one. A quarterback guy that isn't talked about enough. I don't think Steve Taylor's talked about enough in this space, but that's, you know, that's just me. Um, running backs, they're folks. Linebackers, well, we have a dude. We have a dude. <laughs> We okay. We but hear the, from him pretty often, right? The, the question, <laughs> but the question was for a defensive line, right? Both Peter brothers, or do you bring in Wistrom and a Peter brother, or do you bring in like how do you how do you decide on the offensive front? I think it's a lot of dudes. And 
Take some, all of them. Dude, I mean, dudes, right? If they're willing to be a part of the dude, program, dudes. I'm gonna take them. Dude, dudes. Yeah. Uh, and then defensive backfield as well. So we went through and, you know, that, that's a long list of players who could help the program, could help the players just in getting their footing and understanding what's required of them and how much work is required. Like everybody comes to Nebraska and wants success, but the work that's required is just not pleasant. It's not pleasant. So – that's how we, as we had the discussion, that's how, I mean, he, you know, he was listening. He was listening. And he goes, oh, well, let me just call. And I'm glad he did. And we'll find a way to, to use him. Um, but the other part was Nathan. So what all of this, this collection, this, what's it, League of Superheroes, <laughs> right? I think that's a good way to describe it. Right? Husker superheroes. Character. Yeah, absolutely. Character should be in it. Tommy Armstrong. Uh, Joe Gans. Uh, he's a, he's, oh, he's a receivers coach at UNI. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, people that are around. Yeah, you're right. Jay Foreman, Joe Gans. Sam Keller was brought in. <laughs> the water boy says, I hope Zach's had, if Zach Taylor had a bad season, would you be? Yeah. Um, but let's not hope for that. I don't, I don't wish that for him. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's quite a bit. Right, that that if because the NCAA allows it, and Nebraska now has they have the resources, they have the money. We know they have the money. They're willing to spend it too. Right, right. Yeah. So bring in some of these players, and then the other side of it, right, is that imagine game day or the day that teams arrive to Lincoln. And the League of Huskers greet them at the door. And it's the Peter Boys and Wistrom and Wiegert and, <laughs> right? Such a nice vibe, doesn't it? <laughs> right? Game day on the sideline, right? Teams are going out for the coin toss, except for the League of Huskers are out there first. <laughs> You set the stage. <laughs> right. You set the standard. Right. You just walk out there and go, uh, yeah, all right. I'm cool. Uh, y'all go ahead and take the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some pretty good ones. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Uh, Derek says, uh, linebackers are too slow. You can't fix that by inviting Jay Foreman to give him a pep talk. Find an athlete and plug him in. You can't find athletes now. You got a game in two weeks. You've got to be – there are ways to – see, here's – there's a way to fix some of the things that are, that are happening. And as Jay said earlier, the, the simple thing would be to simplify what you're asking them. Not only simplifying what you're asking them to do, but simplifying what you're asking them to see and diagnose. The best players and the best plays at, at, at a base level are being able to identify – where you're at risk or what your responsibility is. Are you got are you a gap control guy or are you a sideline to sideline guy? Are you a hash mark hash mark to hash mark person. You can figure that stuff out pretty quickly. And if somebody is just going to scheme it and out beat you because even if you're in the right place, they still beat you, that's different than them beating you because you're not in the right, right. place, not looking for the right thing, not identifying what's going on around you. Um uh, yeah, people. <laughs> some people bounce back from the names you use. Um, t- 
texture says the players would be like, who are these old guys? That's the problem. I agree. That's the problem. Why would you say – first of all, why would you say a thing? Second of all, if you're picking people who don't pay tribute to the game, the history of the game, those are people that bail. Those are people that bail. That's like look, looking at a, a young Marine looking at a veteran and going, who's the old guy? No, you better pay attention to the history of it. You better pay attention to the legacy. You better pay attention to the knowledge and intelligence that exists in those spaces. Just because they can't run a 4-5-40 anymore doesn't mean that they don't know football. Like, that's how simple that is. Uh, Texas says, you guys need to understand Oklahoma's a great team, and Mickey's going to win the rest of the game, so he'll be our head coach now for the next 10 years. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Listen, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with focusing on Mickey. Um, I like the idea that he now has his two-week minicamp to get some things adjusted, some things adjusted. He may not be able to get everything adjusted, but there are things that he can he can adjust to and fix. Right? I mean, I I think that's possible. But we don't we we don't know. We we won't know until we think Will Shields would be a great one. That's a good call. Neil Smith would be a great one to put on the sideline. Right? It, they really can't hurt. Right? Uh, Texas says Rich Kaczynski didn't play here, but he coached here. He can recruit, sell, and coach. Okay. Good stuff along the way. Greatly appreciate it. All right, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, we have a clip that we want to share, and then we're going to go to break, and then we're going to bring on Johnny Mitchell. But here's a clip that was shared with us that is a little bit of who who Johnny Mitchell became after he left and stopped playing the game. He became a coach. This was shared, so we'll share it, and then we'll go to break, and then when we come back, we'll have Johnny Metro. But Nathan, if you would, please. Don't worry about if you get hurt. You got all off-season to rest. You give the crocodiles all you got. For 48 minutes. Don't let your brother down. Don't let the crocodiles down. Play smart football and play together. Believe. 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 Because we're here. You're in a championship now. You are in enemy territory. It is my job to remind you where you are. But it's also my job to remind you who you are. You champions. You fight like a champion. You believe like a champion. All the way to the end. 48 minutes. All you got. Blood. Sweat. Broken finger, I don't care. And I promise you, after this day, we all will celebrate in the end. We'll celebrate the final. Victorious. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.